Hello and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. I'm Chris. Yeah. Yep. How you doing, Chris? I'm tired. <laughs> Is how's your back doing? All right. That's I good. had osteoporosis. What? This weekend. You had good news. Weird news. Not weird. Good, bad news. Um. What news? Someone I knew was found passed away yesterday. I'm sorry to hear that. Then when I was talking to my friend who has a kid with her, he informed me that someone else I was friends with passed away last week. What? Yeah. That is... I'm sorry. Weird. It is weird, but at the same time, I'm sorry to hear that. It is what it is. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, everyone's experienced something. Yeah. You realize you're getting older when uh people start yeah your friends start passing away. I live with I not live with I work with a 72 year old and like talking to him can kind of be like damn I don't want to get old it sucks rather not it's not fun for anybody I don't think anybody has fun when they're old except for the people in the villages holy shit yeah that's village code <laughs> that's fucking wild okay so we tried recording this last week. Yes. Well, no, we did record this last week. Almost all of it. Yeah. Then our recording stuff cra crashed. We got, what was it, like an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. into it We're, before we realized, oh. I did post the info on Instagram, but I'm going to go over it again for people that don't look at the Instagram. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying not to sound gross because I had dental work done, so I am salivating. That and I'm here. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, so I'm going to kind of skip the way I worded it before because sure. it just sounds weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, in episode 27, Delphi murders. And now there's info that came out about a guy named Anthony underscore shots on Instagram posing as a model, but not really a model. Soliciting 15 to 17 year olds for pictures and videos and addresses and trying to get them to meet up. A person who was catfishing, essentially. Yeah, and he was 27 at the time. So, what did we determine that they believed the guy, the girls had contacted him at some point? Or yeah, you, you did say that they contacted that Instagram account at one point. And the guy behind. Not the one in the photo. He's been cleared. The guy behind the actual account using the photo might be a person of interest in the case. Yeah. So they had asked anybody who was talking with Anthony underscore shots to reach out to them at Abby and Libby tip at C-A-C-O-S-H-R-F dot com or to call 765-822-3535. They want all the information they can get on that guy. Did you? I'm sorry. Where are you going? <sighs> Did you show me a picture of the guy who's actually behind the Instagram? I think. Do they? Mm. I feel no. Like... They have a picture of him. They do know what he looks like. Yeah. So they do know who the guy is. Who's behind the actual Instagram. Yeah. Who so the they... guy is. Ca who, he, who is catfish? I didn't post the picture because if he. That's fair. Is innocent. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But I, I feel like I did see him picture so they do know who yeah okay 
I, I, I haven't seen him. Uh, actually, it says the hearing for him has been delayed. So they, the they got him. Hearing. Sounds like you said herring. The herring for him. I'm like, they're giving him fish? Rat bastards, how could they? So, he might be... He's probably going to jail. Well, yeah, yeah. It says herring delayed for a man who used Anthony Schott's profile. 27-year-old Keegan Anthony Klein from Peru, Indiana. Hmm. So he's definitely going to jail for soliciting minors. Yeah. Um, but he might be involved with the disappearance of those girls as yep. well. Is what people are speculating. Then and the other thing was some news stations up where I used to live in New York got letters from someone calling himself the Chinese Zodiac Killer. It's been a week since then. Have we gotten any more information? I don't. I haven't looked into it. No? <laughs> you Don't you know we're a news network now? Yeah. God damn it. And usually my friends send me all this stuff now. Two days ago, just a man claiming to be a Chinese Zodiac killer sends letters to New York, upstate New York TV stations. So we don't know much about him. Okay. And this was two days ago, and it's just showing pictures of the original Zodiac letters. Right, right, right. Because I know they were talking about they don't want the media to actually really talk about this guy. They want to kind of keep it down low because they don't want to give him more attention. Yeah. Which makes sense. You know what we should do one of these weeks? We should cover uh, Russian number stations. I think that would be fun. There's only the, the main one I know about. There's a few. There's I a mean, bunch. There's, there's a bunch of but number stations. there's only stations. the one I know there's about that, a bunch popular. of weird shit. That yeah. And the weirdest thing about it is they tested it and found out that it's not just a machine making noise. Someone's manually yes. pushing a button for yeah. 80 years or whatever it's been now. There's an SCP that I read about it, which is, you know, it's clearly a fiction, but it was a really interesting SCP to read. It was basically like, they have to respond in Russian, everything is all clear, every like 40 days or something like that. I can't remember. Well, that one station, people have been recording it and listening to it for years, and then out of nowhere, he'll give like names and coordinates. And then when they triangulated the station and when they showed up there it was empty and it yes. started playing from somewhere else yep <laughs> and I at do one know that point much. they heard a woman scream in the background yeah there's a lot of weird signals i mean we also get um signals from space that we don't know what they came from uh i know there's the Not saying it's aliens well but there was aliens. there was one signal that we detected for a long period of time which was a steady um, repeating signal and it was like that's not we- that's weird that doesn't normally happen and, and you know they found out it what was it was three beeps three dashes three beeps yeah <laughs> no it was like a concert like boom 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 I don't actually remember the beat um, but it was steady and it would constantly come from the same spot you know they figured out what it was it's a pulsar star ah it, it that's why they're called that because they do pulse it was the wow signal Yes! That's wow. Like one of the most famous ones. Yeah. The guy wrote, when they got it, he wrote wow on the paper because yes. they got something. Yeah, yep, yep. the wow signal. Uh, I know that signal is actually used on, like, uh, there's a very famous album album cover, uh, I believe. They use, like, the little. Yeah. Whatever the, the yeah, the, visualization the, of the sound. Yes. Which uh, I think is, like, a. Ro- I don't remember what band had it, but I know that was one of the covers which i thought was really cool and i didn't realize that was actually what it was was that signal uh there's a few of those kind of like signals out there and keep checking 
Yeah, throughout. <laughs> you're gonna be paranoid about the program. <laughs> okay, so we are doing curses. And My favorite is fuck shit, bitch. No cunt. No, it's too easy. It's the worst one in America. Apparently, every other country, it's like, ah, that's not even a swear word. Yeah. What? <laughs> Meanwhile, Australia is like, really? I say that like every yeah, other word. Everything. Even yeah. our, even we have a whole line of products just named cunt. What? I'm joking. I like I, I can't <laughs> tell if you're being serious or not. You're very you're more like my tone is weird today. Yeah, it is. It, I walked <laughs> into the store today. You're very soft, which is weird. Yeah. You're being very soft spoken, which it's is just, very odd. I'm talking normally, that's how it's coming out. I walked into a store today to get something there. The lady at the counter said, you know, good morning and I said morning and she's like, Oh, are you having a bad day today? I'm like, No. <laughs> good morning. Well hey there. My voice is just kinda muffly sounding today. I don't know why. Not just muffly. You're you're talking slightly slower than normal. Well, I'm intentionally talking a little slower because yep. I'm trying not to make mouth noises. Um. So I'm doing the curse of the bell witch. You can see I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. The curse of the. Yeah. Bell witch, as he puts his head up to get away from the microphone while <laughs> trying to swallow. <laughs> Dental work sucks. Just stop. Okay. Like my other cases, I have you know read everything written everything out this is all copy quoted. Based. yeah yes. it's a quote so this is considered one of the more famous hauntings in america mm -hmm. and it takes place in Adams, oh, Tennessee, that's real loud. <laughs> in 1817 Sorry. and it's about a family that was cursed and tormented by a woman named kate batts said to be a witch who was screwed over in a land deal by john bell so everyone is a different account so the first one, uh, the account is from historian Albert Virgil Goodpasture. Did he move to New Mexico and change his name? Who? John Bell. What do you mean? I was making a joke about Drake Bell. Oh. I, I don't know if you heard about that. It, it, it's old news, but no. <laughs> there was. A, uh, he got in trouble, and and essentially there was a the news media basically said that he changed his name to like Jorge Garcia or something like that. It was some like very Spanish name and then he moved to New to Mexico. I was like, what? And like then like Drake and Josh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Drake Bell. Yep. It was really weird. I just watched the show with my daughter. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Don't watch his hearing. It's sad. He really did something? Yes. Oh. What do you do? Um solicited minor oh i remember a few years ago when if i remember correctly there was no actual like he didn't ask for photos of her he was having like a relationship sort of thing with her so it wasn't physical but it was weird nor was it manipulative which was it, it's a really weird set of circumstances um but so nothing he, happened outside of like texting yes they did meet up and hang out because nothing happened right that's weird though. it is really weird yeah, because it's not a sexual she's, thing. You're not yeah, yeah. violating. But, I have to look into the case more, but there was a reason why it got very big. Um, it, it, I think a lot of it was. I think a lot of it was because of the age gap and that she felt like he was being manipulative, which he might have been. I didn't really watch it. Well, there's the other one, I don't that remember. guy who was like. But if I remember correctly, there was no sexual like he. Is he that never the right wanted, one? What. Because wasn't there a thing like the rapper Drake guy was like 
talking about how he loved all these girls and he's like mm. and they were all like I think you're 15 and 16 yeah. and 17 and I don't know if it was Drake I don't remember who it might it have was. been Drake there, there's a lot of those kind of people going around well unfortunately it's a very common thing that's just happening. avoid anybody named Drake I guess yeah um, but it, unfortunately it's been happening maybe it's always been happening we're just seeing it more now the last thing I remember but, was when the actor who played Josh got married and Drake posted on like Twitter sure you're not even going to invite me to their wedding yeah yeah which is sad okay um, so I'm sorry I didn't mean to derail this bad. is yeah I'm struggling to talk <laughs> you're struggling to talk and I'm like hey remember that <laughs> fuck what you're reading Listen to what I have to say. So historian Albert Virgil Goodpasture wrote this in 1886 in his History of Tennessee book. A remarkable occurrence which attracted widespread interest was connected with the family of John Bell, who settled near what is now Adams Station about 1804. So great was the excitement that people came from hundreds of miles around to witness the manifestations of what was popularly known as the Bell Witch. This witch was supposed to be some spiritual being having the voice and attributes of a woman. It was invisible to the eye, yet it would hold conversation and even shake hands with certain individuals. Remember we were talking about how the wording of this because it's yeah. olden time speak? Yeah, yeah. The freaks it performed were <laughs> wonderful and seemingly designed to annoy the family. Damn freaks. It would take the sugar from the bowls spill the milk, take the quilts from the beds, slap and pinch the children, and then laugh at the discomfiture of its victims. At first it was supposed to be a good spirit, but its subsequent acts, together with the curses and which it supplemented its remarks, curses with which it supplemented its remarks, sorry, proved the contrary. A volume might be written concerning the performance of this wonderful being as they are now described by contemporaries and their descendants. That all this actually occurred will not be disputed nor will a rational explanation be attempted. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Um, the Bell Witch Curse. I don't know why my voice is so toned down today. It's yeah, weird. It is weird. You're, you're talking slower and you're kind of more, not monotone, but like kind of like somber. Yeah. I guess would I'm be not. the word. I feel fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like I know the slower is because of the dental work. The way you're talking is how um, I don't even know how to describe. Well, it. Well, like I said, like, a lady thought I was in a bad mood today. Yeah. Like, no, like, I'm fine. It's just hey guys. my voice is just kind of. It so, sounds like I'm sick, but I'm not sick. Today we're going to be talking about curses and. Today my well, dog died. I don't know. I mean, just the world itself feels like just one I'm big talking curse. emo. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going on. I'm talking emo. I Rar, slipped into the XD. emo phase I never had growing up. <laughs> Finally, you have joined the Zoomers and experiencing their because early two thousands. I was an adult when that happened. The early two thousands emo phase where everyone roared black and painted nails and weird ass fringe hairlines and <laughs> I can't do the hair so. and listen to fucking screamo and pop that's the punk. problem I can never be emo because I can't have 80s hair again you can't have hair I can't have hair <laughs> unless it's on your face I was telling someone again the other day about how I hate it being or called your butt. male pattern baldness no it's the same damn pattern every time <laughs> it's, it's not a pattern it's the same damn thing every single time male pattern baldness yeah 
So I want like can't the sides go and just leave me with a mohawk? That would be cool, wouldn't it? I want that different patterns cool. on everybody. I don't want the same spot missing on everybody. It's an... yeah. I mean, you you. I guess technically it's a pattern, but when it's the same damn pattern every time. <laughs> It's male pattern baldness. Look at all no, these patterns. No, it's just male ma- baldness. That's the way it goes. You don't generally Wasn't lose all your hair. Wasn't there a study about like the people who actually have male pa- uh, baldness actually are more intelligent? No, that was one of the studies. Um, like they're all related because of <laughs> inbreeding. No, there was a couple studies that when one was like it was too much testosterone, and one was it's a sign of intelligence. And, but yeah, those are really weird. I proved them all wrong. Yeah, you have no <laughs> testosterone whatsoever. Nope. You're growing I'm breasts as we all speak. All estrogen. That's it. <laughs> I, you know, I do always wonder. Like, I wonder how much, like, how much testosterone versus estrogen I actually produce. I'm actually because taking... it, it 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 depends on like what you eat and what you intake. And there are some foods who can. I'm taking actually... these vitamins. Yeah. And it's. Uh... Are they blue pills? No. Okay. It's actually for your joints. A collagen. Okay. <laughs> but the funny thing is, on the bottle, it shows the female symbol. And it's pink. I'm like, why? Yeah, that is weird. We all have collagen. We all need it for our joints to work smoothly. Maybe women are just bitches about it. Maybe That's there's why. estrogen in it. There might be. I would check. That's why my voice is getting deeper. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That fucking... What's his name there? I don't know. What's his name? Who? Use your words, Christopher. You're a big boy. I don't know his name. <laughs> it was like in the Olympics and then got a sex change. Oh, um, Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, she has a pretty deep voice. Chris Jenner before then, I believe. Wow. Still doesn't make any sense. Still doesn't make <laughs> sense because then estrogen would make her have her have. Okay, so I don't know. Did you know? Did I know what, Chris? Um. That I that man ran s- over three people and then got a sex change and everybody forgot about it? Yes, I did know that. No, I believe there was a serial killer <laughs> who was in prison. Uh-huh. And to make himself more appealing to the other male inmates, he started getting estrogen, so he grew breasts. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, I forget who it was. Why? Because uh, he liked... He liked the dudes? Yeah. Oh. So he grew breasts. That's weird. So there was like a documentary and he was talking. How dare he? <laughs> he should know his place now that he's a woman. <laughs> I don't know why I'm edgy today. I don't know. It's weird. I'm glad um, we Go on. Richard Speck. I did not know that. I don't even know who that is. Serial killer Richard Speck dies. He had grown breasts in jail. <laughs> That's literally what the article is. Is that literally what it's... Yeah, sure enough. It literally just says that. That's that's what it's called. I, okay. <laughs> I don't know I, the guy. You or can girl? Look him up. I don't know. It's a guy. Yeah, but like, You're still a guy. He just had boobs. I mean, I do too, but that those are boobs. <laughs> no, they're they're my bar titties. What? <laughs> bar titties? It's like when you have like uh, muscular like pecs that they. Or titty like, they're called bar titties. I didn't make the word they're just up. Called pecs. No, they're bar titties. Why does it look like it's gonna rain? No, it's sunny out. Huh. It's just a blue just film my somber mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life is always like it's going to rain. Hey, you can account that I am in a good mood today. 
Good mood? I don't know if I would say my normal good mood, mood at least. I would say about like my normal on mood your normal maybe a little side, higher yeah. than my normal. <laughs> I don't know. I think the first thing you did to me when I first came in was complain. About what? I don't remember. Oh, you're a dentist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not gonna change anything. I don't know, okay. man. So the second Where account, <laughs> the guidebook. For Tennessee, published in 1933 by the Federal Government's Works Project Administration. What would that be? FGWPA. Yeah, probably. So this account says, sure enough, tradition says, the bell, even when I'm trying if to project. If you start off a fucking sentence with sure enough, that it, really dates like, you. Even when I'm trying to project my voice right now, it's not coming out. Talk I can't. From, talk from like your <laughs> abdominal. Talk from my ass like usual. Yeah, talk. Lead with your dick. Did I ever tell you that? I, that's what I was told when doing runway stuff. When I did that short thing of modeling. I didn't know you did a short thing of modeling. Yeah, you didn't know. This just makes you more and more gay. You gotta stop talking. It really about does. Stuff. I did a short thing of modeling and like. Uh, yeah, this like seventy-year-old guy paid me seventy. I bucks was to... not seven. I was. No, I said a 70-year-old paid oh, you oh, oh, when you were a minor I was six, to model underwear for him. I think I was 16 at the time. That's what happened, wasn't it? No, it wasn't underwear. Um, Speedos? No. It, I, was fully, I was fully clothed, I'll have you know. I even wore a cloak. It was cool. Um, they were doing... Just the cloak. Just the cloak. Uh, it was runway stuff. I don't remember what it was for. It was a long, long time ago. Don't really like it. It was okay. Uh, it was, we were, I know, I said, don't really like it, it was okay. Uh, we were doing, uh, runway stuff, and, uh, I've never done runway stuff. It is kind of weird to tell a 16-year-old to lead with their dick. Yeah, well, he wasn't talking to me alone, he was talking to us To all the naked boys in the yes, room. Yes, yep, all of us. Uh, a lot of us didn't know what we were doing, it was the first time, and, like, he... That's one of the things he would say was like, "You got to show where, confidence." Where you and get like, the doll. Where do you, you really got to lead with your dick. Show me on a doll where he touched you. <laughs> and so he would say that every now and then while we're walking, he was like, "Lead with your dick." I'm like, "How am I supposed to lead with my dick?" It doesn't go out that far. Still doesn't. <laughs> it still doesn't. I have to walk with like my my middle hyper extended forward. Okay, anyway. <laughs> There's a little fact for you. I did modeling for a very brief short of time, and I was told to lead with my dick. Little fact for you. Nate is now more gay. It wasn't... I'm not gay. I'll have you know. Okay, I, so... I'm basically a lumberjack. I don't know what you want from me. I cut down I'm trees. I'm a lumberjack, and I'm okay. <laughs> Monty Python? I've watched Monty Python, okay? okay? Making sure. Okay, so this is a count. Sure enough. Life of Brian's great. Tradition says... Especially when they show his penis. <laughs> that wasn't from Life of Brian. That's not why... I was just talking oh, about okay. Multi-Python as a whole. Circus. No. That's the only one I have. I have not watched a TV show, though. I haven't. You should. My favorite should? is the Twitter-thon. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've, all, I've watched three movies? So it's a Twitter-thon. They got a race, and they're all morons. Mm -hmm. And, like, the first obstacle is they have to jump a two matchbox high wall oh <laughs> like they can barely do it damn and then one of them they have to get into a car and race somewhere and they're like oh no he had just run himself over and he's out in front of the car dead <laughs> and the car's on top <laughs> and then the, the final event they have to shoot themselves in the head and the guy's like i don't remember their names but he's like you know richard's got the gun oh he just shot john in the first place 
He missed his own head and shot the other Damn. guy. Damn. Then one guy ends up turning the gun over and just starts whacking himself in the head and knocks himself <laughs> out. That's my favorite skit. That and the, uh, the famous parrot one. Yeah, that's I know the famous parrot one. Yeah, the Twitterthon, is my, I think, is my favorite. Um, I haven't, other than Life of Brian, whole, Search for the Holy Grail. That's it. Don't watch any other movies. I think that Meaning might... of Life sucked. Jabberwocky sucked. I think that might be the only movies I've actually seen. My dad had all their records, and he had one that was a matching suit and tie, and it was a three-sided record. Yeah, we did talk yeah, about that. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty neat. Okay, so sure enough, tradition says the bells were tormented for years by the malicious spirit of old Kate Bats. Old John Bell Kate and his favorite Bats. daughter, Betsy, were the principal targets. I don't know why I punctuated it differently. Do you think she's named after the animal or the sporting thing? B-A-T-T-S. It's two T's? Yes. It can't be the animal then. <laughs> I'm sorry, go on. It's the main just her last name. Yeah, yeah. Last names derive from actual things. Yeah, usually occupations. Yeah. Mine is derived from so just son of. Back in 1804 or whatever it was, she was a famous baseball player. Yeah. <laughs> Cricket, please. Okay. Uh, toward the other members of the family, the witch was either indifferent or, as in the case of Miss Bell, friendly. No one ever saw her, but every visitor to the Bell home heard her all too well. Her voice, according to one person who heard it, spoke at a nerve-wracking pitch when displeased, while at other times it sang and spoke in low musical tones. The spirit of old Kate led John and Betsy Bell a merry chase. I love that. A merry chase. <laughs> she threw furniture and dishes at them. She pulled their noses, yanked their hair, poked needles into them, she yelled all night to keep them from sleeping and snatched food from their mouths at mealtime. I commented on last time that it was like, I can literally sleep through anything. What a fucking bitch to pull food out of my mouth while I'm <laughs> eating. That's so mean. I mean, fuck. I need to see it getting chewed in midair and then swallowed from nothing. <laughs> Does she baby bird it back Look, to me? Ma, the ghost is masticating again. <laughs> I wonder if she'll baby bird it to me if I. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> you just see like the food going <laughs> up back and forth as her head like does the bird thing. Uh, yeah, love it. There's also an account of the Bell Witch from Andrew Jackson, the seventh U.S. president. At the time of the account, he was General Andrew Jackson. What a basic ass name. In M. V. Ingram's 1894 book, in the authenticated history of the famous Bell Witch considered by many to be the best account of the story, is devoted to Jackson's visit. That account says General Jackson's party came from Nashville with a wagon loaded with a tent, provisions, etc. Bent on a good time and much fun investigating the witch. The men were riding on horseback and were following along in the rear of the wagon as they approached near the place. Discussing the matter and planning how they were going to do up the witch... <laughs> Just then, traveling over a smooth level piece of road, the wagon halted and stuck fast. Do up the witch. <laughs> the driver popped his whip, whooped and shouted to the team, and the horses pulled with all their might, but could not move the wagon an inch. It was dead stuck as if welded to the earth. You know what you're reading kind of like? You're what? reading like a, a kindergarten teacher reading like a Dr. Seuss book. I don't know why. It just... 
Oh, because I'm highlighting the whooping part. You're like emphasizing the whoop. on weird parts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also, because I wrote this like three weeks ago now or whatever. So you're reading it and forgot. I'm, like I'm everything. getting to the end and I'm like, oh, wait, there was a period. And I kind of, you know, <laughs> emphasize the end of the sentence. instead of. <laughs> no, I understand. I just noticed it that you were doing it, which was funny to me. Um, General Jackson commanded all men to dismount and put their shoulders to the wheels and give the wagon a push. Put your back into it, damn you. Lead with your dicks. <laughs> Lead with your dicks. But all in vain, it was no go. The wheels were then taken off one at a time and examined and found to be all right, revolving easily on the axles. General Jackson, after a few moments, thought, realizing that they were in a fix, threw up his hands, exclaiming, By the eternal, boys, it is the witch. Then came the sound of a sharp metallic voice from the bushes, saying, all right, General, let the wagon move on. I will see you again tonight. The men in bewildered astonishment. How did I not get the whole word out? In bewildered astonishment. I'm reading like you. That's I know. It's weird. It's throwing me off. Looked in every direction we to see if they could discover from whence came the strange voice. But could find no explanation for the mystery. The horses then started unexpectedly of their own accord, and the wagon rolled along as light and smoothly as ever. Damn. To add to that, there's some accounts that say that the group was also pestered or attacked by the witch. Damn. And that account is, and Betsy Bell screamed all night from the pinching and slapping she received from the witch, and Jackson's covers were ripped off as quickly as he could put them back on. And he had his entire party of men, he and his entire party of men were slapped, pinched, and had their hair pulled by the witch until morning. When Jackson's men decided to hightail it out of Adams, Jackson was later quoted as saying, I'd rather fight the British in New Orleans than have to fight the Bell Witch. Fuck. A duck. Oh, well, preferably not. Dry. <laughs> Excuse me? The Excuse me? <laughs> the curse continued on for years until John Bell died. Ah, yes, I see. The old just Pres reading. Presumably tactics. at the hands of the witch. <laughs> the Tennessee State University in Nashville, Tennessee, tells this part of the story. Doing what you do to me. I know. <laughs> on the morning of December 19th, it's my own tactics. It's he failed to awake at his regular time. When the family noticed he was sleeping unnaturally, they attempted to arouse him. That's right. We talked they were about this. About that we talked about this. Not to and awaken <laughs> him. They attempted to arouse him. Well, uh, not only that, we I told you how I picture him whenever you say he was sleeping in a weird position. Oh yeah, yeah, like uh, <laughs> Marty McFly yes, from Back to the Future. With his arm behind his back, yeah, yeah, his with legs his, side, like yeah. bent, yeah, in the stomach, fully dressed. If you know, you know. They discovered Bell was in a stupor and couldn't be completely awakened. John Jr. went to the medicine cupboard to get his father's medicine and noticed it was gone with a strange vial in its place. No one claimed to have replaced the medicine with the vial. Not yet. Not a yet. doctor was summoned to the house. The witch began taunting that she had placed the vial. See, someone you did fools. admit to it. <laughs> ah, 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 the old vial switch. Ah, uh, the you old vile slitcheroo. You fools, you've fallen for my secret weapon. Even though the bottle's a different shape with a different consistency and different materials inside, you fell for my ruse. One had pills, another one had liquids. Yeah, stupid. You drank of the Quicksilver, John. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Go on. She began taunting that she had placed a vial in the medicine cabinet and given Bella a dose of it while he slept. Contents of the vial were tested on a cat and discovered to be highly poisonous. John Bill died on... I'm having trouble saying Bell. John, John Bill. Bell died on December 20. Kate was quiet until after the funeral. Say December 20. Yeah, just said that's how it was written. You didn't say 20th? No, just 20. You wrote it. I quoted. Oh, you're right. Yeah, this part. This isn't me You could have it. just said 20th instead of July 20th. That would be paraphrasing. Oh, Oh, you're right. How dare I? This is an actual account I am reading. you got to read it properly. <laughs> Kate was quiet. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. A joke fit for a podcast. Yes, air quotes, because Kate is in quotes. A visual fucking joke for a podcast. I love it. Yeah. Well, we're sitting here naked all the time, so it's good we don't have video. Yeah. Kate we'll just... was quiet until after the funeral. If we do a video, can we have like just a video facing away from us? Like we're not on. We it. did that before. Well, it was, no, but it was facing what we were doing. That's yeah. different. I just want one facing away from us, not actually take like recording anything. Just at the crotch of a pants. But not ours. Yeah, Somebody just, else's. Just not even. Nobody's even gonna be in them. It's just pants. Yeah. <laughs> and the chair. But they won't know that. It would be a mystery. Um, after the grave was filled, the witch began singing loudly and joyously. This continued until all friends and family left the grave site. After the funeral, it said that she stated she would return in seven years and then again in 107 years. There's nothing mentioned of her returning in 107 years, but she did supposedly return after the 7th of John Bell Jr., where she told him of future events which included the Civil War and World War One and Two. She went from tormenting family to becoming a prophet. Prophet. I, that was my own yeah. writing there. What the fuck, dude? It's You're not just quoting it? What's wrong with you? I do my homework. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a weird statement to make. <laughs> sure. He does his homework. Okay. We're going to take a tiny break. Very tiny. We'll be right back. Very tiny for us. Very tiny for us because, well, we're used to small things. Goodbye. And we're back. Howdy. And since today's curses... I'm going to cover a very popular curse, the Pharaoh's Curse, or the Curse of Tutankhamun. Yeah. Or Tutankhamun. 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 Apparently, this curse turns 100 in 2023, so like in a year from now, because we're almost at the end of 2021. So about a year from now, this curse will be 100 years old. Yeah. Kind of crazy, which is fun. On November 4th, 1922, a team of archaeologists led by Howard Carter discovered a step that marked the entrance to King Tutankhamun's tomb when King Tut's tomb itself was discovered on November 26, 1922, after more than 3,000 years. 3,000 billion years. 3,000 billion hundred fucking million. Single. <laughs> fucking N1. Yeah. Years uh, of uninterrupted 
Sex. Repose. Oh. What? What? <laughs> Some believe that the pharaohs <laughs> unleashed a powerful curse of death and destruction upon all who dare disturb his eternal slumber. Like any, or, like any urban legend. Oh my god. The podcast Go crashed on. last week because of the curse. <laughs> you can't even talk about him. God damn it. The cars. It still exists. I just read an article about it. It's 100 like, years as of last Friday. <laughs> to the date. Except not. Uh, <laughs> like any urban legend or media sensation, the alleged curse of the pharaoh grew to epic proportions over the years. And if you Here don't know, now you know. Tutankhamen was Tutankhamen. social media influencer. Yes, yeah, the Big biggest, time. the biggest. Big time pharaoh book. Oh, fucking died young, dog. It's all over the place on pharaoh book. He's like Juice World or XXX or Lil Peep. Except they were rappers, not influencers, but still. But he did have an ice cream cone tattooed on his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> oh and a God. cat. Have you seen, like, the tattoos uh, XXX and, like, no. Juice World and them had? I think some, some guy's a gem the, in his forehead now. The girl I was with in the cemetery, she had uh, little peep tattoos on her, like, lower thighs. Like, his tattoos? Yeah. Or tattoos of him? No, his tattoos that he had. Why? Because she really liked Lil Peep. So we had this band in back in upstate uh -huh. New York. It was a hardcore band. Yup. And the guy was in obsessed with... Uh... Fuck, what band did he sing for? I don't know. I'll you play tell in me. Two seconds. You tell me. Yeah, she had a lot of tattoos. She had some really nice tattoos. She had one on the, like hip bone right here that said crybaby which is one of little peeps and then on the other one she had like her here no <laughs> another one she if she did i didn't look at it i completely ignored it because we all know i'm notoriously bad with women yeah. um uh and then she had a knife with a rose on it she had some more but those were like the two big ones i'm not it's gonna sound like an asshole comment yeah, I actually told someone about women this don't deserve to have tattoos. <laughs> no, I don't like tattoos on females. You don't like tattoos on females, period. No, no, not period. Okay, if they're done properly, that that can be a statement used for anything. Well, like you see the guys walking around like me, I got tattoos in random spots all over the place. Yeah, I don't like how that looks on other people. Okay, so like me, I have only two tattoos, and they're in two very random just, places. On girls, I think it looks weird when you have the asymmetrical random tattoos everywhere. Really? I like when you have like one full sleeve that is all one like. It doesn't have to be one design, but it all flows. Right. You know, it's just I don't know. It's just my. You hate thing. asymmetry on women. Not asymmetry. You can have one sleeve. <laughs> yeah, I guess you like. I don't like mainly the main one. I don't like is when they have one tattoo on her upper thigh. It Why? annoys the shit out of me. It's fine for men to do it, but not for women. I think it looks weird on guys, too. Okay. So, like, what I have is a bit weird to you. No. Like I said, on guys, it just, in my mind, it just, I don't know. Is it normal? Yeah. Because they're fucking idiots? Yeah, is that why? pretty much. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. Sort of. Like, you see all the punks without the homemade tattoos all over their arms, and you just got used to seeing it. Yeah. So now when I see girls doing it, because 
even when I was in school, even after school, tattoos were still kind of taboo. Yeah. Don't get a tattoo below the wrist where a long sleeve can't hide it. You'll never get a job. Yes. We were told yeah. that in high school. Yeah. Now down here, you got little grandmas walking around with all these fresh tattoos everywhere. It's, it's great. Like, it is. It's cool as hell. Yeah. It's funny though. Just for me, it just seems weird. When... Well, there's a lot of also there's a lot of women who do like the poke and prick, the 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 stick and poke. I think they're called. Yeah. Whether it's I the... have a couple. Yeah. I did one on someone. Um, that it's just they they like a thing. They don't know where to put it, so they just put it somewhere random. I have a friend. Um, she lives in Canada. She has eight tattoos now. And it's like just all over the fucking place. Like she has a arrow right behind her ear. She has the number three on the back See, of like, her neck. Those Roman don't num- bother me. The Roman numeral three. I it's just say. the arms for some reason. Uh, like a re- she like has, one random one she, on the upper she, thigh. She does have random shit on her arms too. Uh, she just got a whale. She's got a fucking whale on her. Fuck, where did she put it? Her forearm? I think it's on the back of her forearm. <laughs> um, looks cool. But like I swear to God, every other... she. She literally, this is how it happened. She got a tattoo when she was 18. Ever since then, every other month, she's in the tattoo shop. She's constantly getting tattoos. I was like tattoos. every year on my yeah. birthday. I for a while. want more tattoos. Yeah, I want a lot more. I just don't have the money but for them. That and it's like, I don't know what to get. Because I like. Well, I, got, I got a whole sleeve idea on this side I want. Yeah? The one on my phone screen I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, my bookmark. I know you kept that because you wanted to get a that tattoo. Was, yeah. yeah, I used yeah, to have yeah. people snippets from magazines that um, I wanted. But like, I want more tattoos. But it's like I don't know what to get. I like my that moth, one. and I like. But it would have to be a whole arm to make it work. Yeah, I only have two tattoos. One's a big moth that almost killed you. Yes. Uh, with the with the words under it. Literally, he got into a fight. He had a fucking baseball bat. Dude, it was fucking. Dude, he pulled a gun, dog. It was wild. Like, fuck it, these bugs out the here. Little fucking spider fucking, that killed us both. Ugh. Fuck that spider. So what, in my anyway, what I was getting at was this, there was a band, and the singer had all of Phil Anselmo, the singer from Pantera's tattoos. Like he exactly just copied them. Yeah. So whenever they'd get on stage, we didn't. They, they were horrible anyway. That's. But we'd start chanting like we'd always ask them if their the band name was Phil Anselmo's Rock, rock Hard Abs. Yeah. And we'd always like yell it when they came on stage. It's like, oh my God, it's Phil Anselmo's Rock Hard Abs. Nice. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't, didn't like, like us in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but we were at like every show, so you were fucked. Haha! We'll never let you live this down, fucking poser. I almost had another Look, word. when everybody in the crowd are all like kind of a tight group. Yeah. And they're all chanting this at you. <laughs> like, we always hated the band Hatebreed. Hate breed. Yeah, we never liked them. Why? I don't know. Like there was so. I think it's because in the scene up there, there were so many fucking good bands that should have been signed, and then Hate Breed, who I never even liked their music, got signed. They were blowing up, so it became like the cliche hardcore I've band. I've never heard of Hate Breed, so it can't be that great. Like in high school, walking around, everybody had fucking Pantera shirts, so I never listened to Pantera. All these rednecks wore the fucking shirts. Why? Do I, I don't want to fucking associate with that. <laughs> I like that you didn't listen to Pantera for the same reason, like, not a hipster that reason. you don't like girls. What are you talking about? Every other guy Stop likes them. Stop gaslighting me like this. That's fucked. All these bullies, all these fucking rednecks bullying me. I'm not going to start wearing the same fucking shirts they're wearing to listen to the same music. Yeah, I can see it. It kind of pushed me away from it. Pantera's okay. They all wore, like, Pantera or a Led Zeppelin shirt, like, every fucking day. <laughs> but we hated Hatebreed, so whenever anybody mentioned it, we would just scream out, oh my god, Hatebreed. 
Yeah, I don't have any. Even band in tax, there was OMG. I only have one band shirt. Acacia strain. Acacia strain? Yes. No. Coheed and Cambria. That's what I was actually thinking of. I couldn't remember the name though. I yeah. Maybe one song. That's the only band I've actually seen. If I go to more like actual like live shows, I would probably buy more band shirts when I'm there. But it's like I'm not gonna buy a band shirt for a band that I might. I take that back. I would probably buy a band shirt if I really like the band, but I really want to get a shirt when I'm actually at the concert. At the very Just least. don't wear it to the concert. Yeah, that is don't a bit weird when, when people do that. Because that did happen. I'd go to shows and I'd buy their shirt and I'd just fucking put it on. It's a lot easier than hanging it from your fucking belt. That's what I did. I literally bought three shirts. We used to tuck in our belt so they would hang down. So what I did was I would put it in my belt loop and then tie it off so it would hang. Yeah, we'd hang them off our belts. I can't believe we did that because I never seen anyone did that and then I did it and now that you did it too, fuck. Why you copying? Gives you some cred. I guess into the one concert I've ever been to. I've been to so many fucking concerts. I want to go. There should be more concerts to, going. Um, Christmas time's the best co- time for metal concerts. Have yourself. I was talking about seeing uh, the Cure the other day and Depeche Mode. Depeche like, Mode. The last bands before I left New Holy York. Holy shit! I haven't heard of Depeche Mode in a long time. They put out an album like right before we left what New York, the fuck? and I went and saw them on tour. Hold on, I gotta write down Depeche Mode so I don't forget about them because that I absolutely they're so. And the Cure, fucking... it's like, have you seen what he looks like now? Mm-mm. We had to see, we had to see him before he drops fucking dead. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> fucking. All right, I'm sorry. We're we're talking about the the curse of Tutankhamun. Yeah. Or Tutankhamun, depends. Did you want to mention? Thing you were going nuts about on the board. <laughs> I mean, we I thought you were going to mention it. <laughs> no, I, I, I wasn't going to bring it up. I feel like it would be a bit weird to bring up, but I can if you want me no, to. Sorry. Are you sure? Yeah, it's okay. All right. Uh, where was I? I don't know. Where is my mind? Um, I know media blew it up. Yeah, then I. Here are nine that. people who may have may make you believe in such things. And one who should have been directly uh, a direct recipient of Toot's wrath, but got off with nary a scratch. Nary. Um, by the nary way, I, I do I do want to slightly preface all this with preface. Preface works too. Preface. Preface. It's got an e at the end that makes the a. Preface is correct. No, preface. I'm right. If you put an E at the end of something, yeah. it makes the vowel before it long. Then why don't you say vineyard instead of vineyard? Hmm? There are words in language that don't the make e is not at the end of I it. know. That's not the point I'm making. I'm not making specifically because there's an E at the end. I'm making the, the argument that English does weird things. Okay? It is preface. I just love fucking with you. It is preface. Preface. You can say preface, but it's also preface. It's prefaced. I just want to start off by saying that a lot of these deaths are weird, but I do not believe there is such a thing as the Pharaoh's curse. You happy? Sure. Anyways. I didn't even really notice what you changed in that. I said I stopped saying preface. That's oh. what I changed. <laughs> okay. 
I don't really. I just mute you out when you're doing your thing. I listen to the voices in my head while you. Talk. You pick out random ass words and go. Actually, you're saying that wrong, dummy. I listen to the voices in my head while you're doing your part, and every now and then they're silent for a second, and I catch parts of your fucking story. <laughs> Anyways, starting from the top, George. No, no I won't hit him. <laughs> They don't like you. Did you ever listen to, um, he was a comedian, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. Yeah. Yeah? The guy that really had a unique, like... Yeah, he's monotone and he does not jokes. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I started um, my day and something bad happened, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like... Uh, I can't even think of any of his name right now. Hey, I'm going to... There was one where it was like talking to his girlfriend and like he was going to leave and she's like where are you going he goes out shit like that she was like ah yes but what you were saying about the voices reminded me of one of his jokes which was uh i hear voices in my head that just keep telling me to stop while i'm killing people <laughs> it's like ah yes <laughs> but i just don't one. fucking listen to them and i keep going that's a it good was one. something like that. That's a good one. I'll bring, I'll find it and show it to you. But it was something <laughs> along the lines of the voices telling him to stop. But he just keeps killing anyways. <laughs> so, so he's got good schizophrenic voices trying to help him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, George Herbert, the fifth Earl of. This is the word I fucked up last time. He I was in a movie. Caravan. George Herbert, the fifth. No, Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. There's a movie called Half Baked. Yeah. He was the man on the couch. He was. You're right. <laughs> like, who's that guy? He's just, he's always he just on the hangs couch. out there. Yeah. yeah. And then he, they went about to kick him out and he gave him good advice and he went back to sleep on the couch again. I fucking forgot. Yeah, Stephen Wright, yeah. Holy shit. So if you ever saw Half Baked, Stephen Wright's the man on the couch. He usually has long, fr- frizzy hair. Yeah. Bald on top. Male Bald. pattern. Yep. Baldness. Yep. Bald on top. Um, I prefer shiny on top. It makes me feel like I sparkle. The fifth Earl of Carnarvon. The man who financed the excavation of King Tut's tomb was the first to succumb to the supposed curse. Lord Carnarvon accidentally tore open a mosquito bite while he was shaving that ended up and and ended up dying of blood poisoning shortly thereafter. This uh, occurred a few months after the tomb was opened and a mere six weeks after the press started reporting on the alleged mummy's curse, which was thought to afflict anyone associated with the disturbing of the mummy. Legend has it that when Lord Carnivon died, all the lights in this house, and some people do say the whole city uh, as well, went out, like, when he died. It's actually a mummy. What? I, I don't even know what you were referring to. Mummy. Oh. We're talking about Tutankhamun might be Tutankhamun. Just like it's Mumi. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Clever, huh? Yeah. Sure, of, sure. Yeah, was, I mean, it's something. It was, it was something. It's I about mean, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it <Bye>. was words. <laughs> all. I mean, you you took it, words, just, strung them together, and tried to make look, it. Look, one thing. of the voices isn't good at comedy. Anyways, <laughs> the second one, Sir Bruce Ingram. How'd you know the second voice's name? <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you some of them are pretty good. <laughs> Plot twist. Everyone in your head is just named after a dead guy. Or are the dead guys. They are. I collect them. 
you are the center of the universe. Maybe they're just I go souls in the cycling through your brain. I offer to let them use my body to communicate, and then I don't fucking let them out. Then <laughs> 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 you're fucking stuck. Now get up there with the rest of them. Fuck, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. She's like, oh, spirits, if you wish to, you can use my body as a conduit. And then when they go in to talk to them, they're like, ha, I got you now, bitch. Then you put your iron necklace back on, so they're fucking stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch where yeah, are you gonna go now 15 <laughs> Howard Carter the archaeologist uh, who discovered the tomb gave pa- a paperweight to his friend Bruce Ingram as a gift the paperweight uh, appropriately or perhaps quite inappropriately considered uh, consisted lead. of <laughs> what it was plutonium. Yeah, plutonium. And he died for some and strange uranium. reason. It must have been the curse. The paperweight was a mummified hand wearing a bracelet that was supposedly inscribed with the phrase, Curse be who may move my body. What's a bracelet? What are you doing? This is a weird take. Like, what are you even doing? This is what I do to you every fucking episode. Yeah, but what are you like, talking about? You don't question simple things. You said bracelet, so I asked what a bracelet was. I'm sorry I didn't enunciate bracelet. Lead with your dick when you read, will you? <laughs> Use it as a pointer if you could reach the paper. Would you like bangle instead? Bangle? Fuck you. It's not bangle. I know. No. They're called bagels. Bagels. What? And it drove me fucking nuts. I'm like, it's a bagel. It's a bagel. No, it's a fucking bagel. This was in New York. Isn't New York notoriously known for its bagels, too? She was German. That's the that's the reason why. She lived in New York, but she was, her heritage was German. Yeah, that's the reason why she didn't like saying bagels, because it was a Jewish construct. Is it? Bagels? Yeah. That was all bread? <laughs> what? We had a fucking... At work now, we get these stupid... We need a camera, because those, like, when you say a thing, and there's, like, silence for a few seconds... When you're trying to figure it out. Not just figure it out. Like, my brain just, like, tries to do some tries kind of kill fucking... kill itself? It does. And I feel like you, you can see that... You try to give that... yourself a stroke. Yeah. I feel like you can see that in my face when that happens, where um, I'm just like, what is going on right now? We have this thing... In school. At work. Now. At work. Every month, we get a newsletter in our little department. Like who the employee of the month is, and this is oh yeah 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 questions. It's like yeah yeah yeah. I ignore those. Name a long bread that starts with I don't even remember like L or something like that. So I wrote Lannister bread. (laughs) Lingenborg. Okay, this is on topic with the bread thing. Your eyes lit up, which was wild to me. Amazon Prime. Uh huh. Does their own original shows? Yeah. They're doing a prequel to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you didn't know that? The fucking Hobbit? No, no, no. It takes place in between. It's I know, but I'm just saying The yeah. Hobbit is the prequel to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're doing a TV but, show that's following Strider. Okay, I was wondering what it was about, because yeah. I know in between was considered a time of peace. Yeah. They're, they're, so I'm like, what are of. they going to do? Fucking do Gollum just sitting in a cave it deteriorating? Wasn't, it wasn't really a time of peace. Um, orcs were still around. Yeah, but it wasn't like... Because in The Hobbit, you had the three War of the Three Armies. That, yes. Then yeah, yeah. the other one was like... All the like all the um, allied races didn't fight each other. Like elves and humans yeah. and dwarves didn't fight. Yeah. They were cool. But like but up what, in the but north... In general, it wasn't a time of prosperity and peace in general. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That's hot. Up in the north, there was fighting. Uh, the Wood Elves were fighting. Like, I'm, orcs th- I'm thinking it's just going to be stuff. like yeah. 10 episodes of a little hobbit finding the ring and just deteriorating in a cave. <laughs> It'll be like one of those slow Gold motion. was already deteriorated at this point. No. You're saying going before even further than the Hobbit? No, because Bilbo gets the ring from the dragon. Bilbo gets the ring from Gollum. He steals it from Gollum. You're right. Yeah. I'm thinking of the gem, the heart yes. of the mountain. Yes, he does yeah. get the... The heart of the mountain was in the, the, the yeah. gold. Yeah. That's a... Gollum was already... Because he used the ring to hide from the dragon. Correct. Gollum was already cursed at this point. In... I haven't read those sure. books since I was two, so... You can't read. I don't know how old I am either. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I was talking about Sir Bruce Ingham. Ingham? It doesn't matter. Is it Ingham or Ingram? It's Ingram, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I was just wondering because I've heard Ingram as a last name. I never heard Ingham. And then you seem confused by it. That's why I said it. I was like, I don't know why I said Ingham. It's Ingram, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) <laughs> um, so he got a paperweight uh, that was supposedly shut the fuck up that was supposedly a mummified hand with a bracelet on it that said um, you will die <laughs> yeah basically curse me in who seven days it was the original my body um, Ingham did not die from the mummy's curse though his house did burn down uh, shortly after getting the gift um, and then after he cleared out the land and was going to build again, uh, he got flooded and all of it was destroyed again. Again, weird set of circumstances. I don't know if it's a curse. So wait, what? The first time the house burned? Yep, the house burned down completely. Flooded. Yep. And there's, I read some articles that said that It the, was fate. It was just slightly delayed. It was trying to stop the fire. It was just fucking late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there was some articles i read that said the bracelet actually said uh your house will burn down and yeah, flood it, kind of they, they were <laughs> straight saying like, up it just straight up said it it said that you have to you want to look into the guy who got it engraved curse of fire and water and then everyone's like look his house burned down and it was flooded and like i don't know if it actually said that part i think you're adding that in afterwards but anyways. what if you buy someone a ring and get it engraved that says you will die in seven days you're just you're just trying to recreate Lord of the Rings right now. No, the movie The Ring. You watch the VHS, you die in seven days. You give him a ring, it says you'll die in seven days. I know. Uh-huh. It's called Lord I of the Rings. Give up. It's not called Lord of the Rings, it's called The <laughs> Fucking Ring. Or Ringu. Ringu is correct, yeah. The American one's called The Ring. I know. The Japanese one's called The Ring, but in Japanese. Yes. Well, it's sort of. Ringu is just ring. Anyways. I'm I'm only two people in, and there's like 15. eight more people to go, and then a fucking other stuff afterwards. I will let you talk. It's fine. George right J. <laughs> George Gold. <laughs> Gold was a wealthy American financier and railroader executive who visited the tomb of Tutankhamun uh, in 1923 and fell sick almost immediately afterwards. He never he recovered and died a river. of pneumonia. A few months later. I'm sorry, I had to enunciate it because last time I said emonia. I was at the dentist last week. Oh, God. Getting a cleaning. Yeah. And the lady is coughing. (laughs) All this other stuff, right? You know, I had my mask, you know, obviously I didn't have my mask on. I was getting the dentist work done. She had her mask on then, though. She's coughing. She's like, yeah, I I had pneumonia, but I got my shots. 
Okay. Pneumonias. Okay. Sure. But, but the point is she got her shots, so she was, wasn't was contagious yeah, anymore. Yeah, but yeah. it's the point. You're still sitting here coughing over me telling me you got pneumonia. Hey, hey. I don't care if you... I don't care what you're sick with. I care that you're sick and coughing on <laughs> That's me. Exactly. She did have her mask on, <laughs> at least. So, and she would actually move away when she did cough. Okay, she's but it was not still, a complete it was just, animal. Like, it's fine. Call I'm vaccinated. In? Call okay. in sick. Yeah, it's fine. I'm vaccinated. Okay, you still fucking all up in my shit with your saliva, dog. <laughs> Albury Herbert. It is said that Lord. Carnivon's half-brother suffered from King Tut's curse merely by being related to him. See, this is why I don't think it's a curse. Blood disease. It's be- yeah. The it's because there are, there are some people who die who are just, like, somewhat related to people who actually And this guy team. died because he passed by him once on the street yeah, in, yeah. in the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. Kind <laughs> of. They kind of make those kind of connections. And then, and then people who actually were in the tomb, fine. Completely fine. <laughs> like, the person who actually was the first into the tomb... Never died. Well, he did eventually die of old well, age. Well, maybe but. the curse isn't to kill you. It's to make you suffer so it oh. kills people around you. Except it killed, like, his benefactor. Like, all it did was kill the person who actually gave him money to do this. Okay. Now he can't dig anymore, you see? He can his still dig. hard. Okay. You're right. He's going to suffer now. How dare I? Um, merely be- being related to him, uh, Aubrey Herbert was born with a... This is another funny thing. A degenerative heart defect. No, a, a degenerative eye condition and became totally blind later in life. A doctor suggested his rotting, infected teeth were somehow infer- interfering with his vision. Herbert had every single tooth pulled from his head in an effort to regain his sight. <laughs> I remember this one? Yeah, he didn't work. He did it. <laughs> he did it though. However. Die of he dies of sepsis as a result of the surgery just five months after the death of his supposed cursed brother. I was like, all uh, because of male pattern blindness. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a lot of these people who die die of like an illness, a sickness, being fucking stupid. <laughs> and it's like, oh no, the curse got him. I'm like, he didn't brush his teeth. Oh, the curse. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of that. Uh. Hugh Evelyn White, Evelyn White, a British archaeologist, visited King Tut's tomb and may have helped excavate the site. After when she seeing, left, she was pregnant. It's Hugh. His name is Hugh. She was pregnant with Hugh. The name is Hugh Evelyn White. Oh, I heard the Evelyn part and ran with That's it. That's the last name. <laughs> I thought White was the last name. It's hyphenated. Is it? Evelyn White. Yeah. So he took his wife's name. Uh, maybe. Unless her name is Hugh, her name it could be a her. Anyways, it doesn't. It could be Hugh well. Wanda, and they just call her Hugh. Oh, you're right, Hugo. <laughs> that would be a bad name for a girl. <laughs> I didn't say it was supposed to be good. Um, this was back in the day. <laughs> this it, it was 20s. different times. This is the 20s. It was different times. Uh, after the death, uh, after seeing death sweep over about two dozen of the fellow excavators, it says two dozen of his fellow excavators. So I must have known it was a man at some point. Or presumed. Um, by 1924, Evelyn White died by suicide, not before writing allegedly in his own blood, I have succumbed to the curse which forces me to disappear. A lot of fucking writing for dying. Uh, it is. Um, also, another weird thing about this. Look, un- he wrote you dying in the monster. What was it? The castle of Arr. Money point. 
I like how you always have to follow up immediately after you tell the joke of what the joke is. I didn't know you were looking at me bewildered, so I didn't know if you knew what the fuck it was from. Um, but what I was going to say is it says that, um, in the article it says, after seeing death sweep over about two dozen of his fellow excavators, I don't, what I could read on any other article doesn't say that actually that many people died so quickly. So it's a bit theoretical that he really swept over. Yeah. Some of them died in their nineties. Kind (laughs) of. Again, this goes back. There are some people. Oh my God. Old age. It's the curse of the mummy. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Ember. Uh, American Egypt. Oh fuck. No, we're not doing this again. Oh, that word you couldn't get through. Uh, American Egyptologist. Egyptologist Aaron Ember was friends with many of the people who were present when the tomb was opened, including Lord Carnarvon. Ember died in 1926. Now, I think this is four years later, so. When his house in Baltimore burned down less than an hour after he and his wife hosted a dinner party. He could have exited safely, but his wife encouraged him to save a manuscript that he had been working on while she fetched their son. Sadly... And locked the door behind him. Yeah. Sadly, uh, I. it's funny how it says that he could have survived if he had not gone for his script, but it literally says, sadly, they all die. Even the maid dies in the catastrophe. Um, so... I guess she was like they're insinuating if he would have just left the burning building and left his wife in there to get the sun, everything would have been fine. I was like, I don't think he would have done that, but okay. Oh, by the way, the name of the Ember's manuscript, the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Ooh. <gasps> Again, weird coincidences, but like, it's not really a curse. The Egyptian Book of the Dead, and now they're all dead. Yeah. Oh. The Egyptian Book of the Dead. Covered in Ooh. human flesh. Richard Bethel, scribed in feces. <laughs> Bethel, Lord Carnival's secretary and the first person behind Carter to enter the tomb. He died in 1929 under the suspicious uh, under suspicious circumstances. Though I'm going to skip over that because I'll come back to that. Um, he was murdered. He the well, he sent was someone to uh, murder him. Bethel was found smothered in his room at an elite London gentlemen's club soon after the Nottingham event post muse the suggestion um that the i'm sorry what words the suggestion that the han richard bethel had come under the curse was raised last year last year as in like when it was written yes you couldn't have corrected that when you wrote it i forgot to do so (laughs) i'm sorry anyways he dies by being smothered while in in his own room it's weird, but yet I, I would give that like some credence of like maybe it's a curse, but it's also two, uh, 20, not 20, 1929, which is at this point seven years after they opened the tomb. So somebody going around slowly killing all these people with like old age and pneumonia and with old age. And I'm going to slowly yeah. murder you with it's old age. It's the snail thing. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Sir Art, I can't read this. Sir Archibald Douglas Reed. I could read that. Hey, look. What at was that? that? You can have a million dollars, but a snail will train. Yes, well, you but were there's something? a snail following you, and whenever it touches you, will instantly die. Yeah, yeah. And it never gives up. It will constantly be moving towards you. I remember listening to him talk about. It. He's like, and when it got close, I would just step over it and go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Sir Archibald Douglas Reed, proving that you don't have to be one of the excavators or expe expeditionary backers to the fall victim to fall victim to the Tutankhamun's curse, or need to know how to read, or need to know how to read. Uh, read a radiologist merely X-rayed <laughs> King Tut's mummy body before the mummy was given the museum authorities given to museum i really can't read that sentence i was doing fine i just couldn't read that whole fucking i'm gonna do that whole sentence again ready proving that you don't need to be one of the excavators or expedition backers to fall victim to tutankhamun's curse read a radiologist merely x-rayed tut's body before it was given to the museum it's authorities the radiation Ooh. poisoning he got <laughs> sick the next day and was dead three days later they don't know why sounds like radiation it probably was radiation poisoning <laughs> they weren't pretty they weren't that <clears throat> safe back in the day yeah there james was a, did you ever see that there was that one guy he did a thing where he was uh using x-rays for like beauty for women yes he i know what you're like, talking about x-ray their faces like he thousands would, of yes, times and yes 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 they would destroying they would, their they, faces. would la they would wrap a thing around their face and then put a lead thing over it and they would su submit them to like short bursts of radiation yeah yeah it was wild was fucking, yeah it was crazy um that's not practiced to this day luckily I'm james sure you could go find it and get it done if you really want to there was a story i read about um a man who basically would clean up old hospitals and he found glowing rocks one day, and he thought they were really cool, so he gave them to his wife. Were they like the original X-ray rocks? Yeah, they were. They were radiated. Because that's how they're the lady like, discovered X-rays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she she didn't last long because she kept it in her night cupboard. He would go into every X-ray room. And Look at these pretty glowing rocks. He would X-ray his balls and leave it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, James Henry, uh, breasted. I know it's weird, breasted. Breasted, another famous Egyptologist uh, of the day, a member of Carter's team, when the King Tut's tomb was opened shortly thereafter, he allegedly returned home to find that his pet, Karen, I know it's Canary, but for some reason I, that's why I stopped. I'm thinking he has like a pet human or something no, no. there. That's why I stopped. I just said pet Karen. Come, come, see my pet Karen, my little child. <laughs> His pet what? canary had been eaten by a cobra, and the cobra was still occupying this cage. Since the cobra is a symbol of Egypt's uh, monarchy and the and a motif that the king, I, a motif is like a headwear, I believe. I might be pronouncing it wrong. A motif uh, that the king would wear. Uh, on their headdresses to represent protection. Yeah, yeah, cobra head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was rather ominous sign. They actually did. Breasted himself didn't die until 1935, although his death did occur immediately after the trip to Egypt. They were actually looking at those headdresses now. Uh-huh. Um, I read an article not too long ago. They don't think it's a cobra anymore. What do you think it is? A flaccid penis. Nice. Like the Greeks used to do? What? Uh, majority of like I think it was Roman and Greek sculptures were drawn with very small penises because so the they emperor can feel good about it. No, because they thought it was a sign of like bravery and intelligence and like it was actually a noble thing to have a smaller penis. Yeah, that's why a lot of those sculptures do have smaller penises. It's also it's actually if you look at stuff like that, it shows the waves of um I like where this is trends. Going. Yes. 
like how yeah. back then being overweight was considered wealthy. Yep. And then it changed. You got to be super skinny, and now it's going back the other way again. Sort of. Not would, to the extent I, of what I, it was, but yeah, like, I mean, uh, colors are a huge thing for like Roman culture. Like, purple was a very like if you wore purple, you're either a part of nobility. Also, or if you had uh, olive oil. Yep. It was like worth more than gold. And salt. Salt, yeah. Salt yeah. was a big one. Salt. Do you know why? Excuse me. Do you know why purple was so like? Because it's my favorite color and I'm the center of the yeah. universe. I mean, yes. Uh, but aside from the obvious one. Aside from it? the obvious one. The one that actually happens. Tell me. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, the, was it a hard to get dye? Yes. Okay. The purple pigment was made from uh, sea snails. Uh, it's called I, Tyrian Purple. It's one of my favorite It purples. was in that book. It was, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I Tyrian remember. Purple. Yep. He dreamt it up for her. Yeah. That's right, he did. I forgot. He about had his that. brother dream it up. For yeah, him yeah, yeah. Because he was the yep. other brother. Couldn't dream things up. Um, Wait, didn't no? He actually bought it, didn't he? He did buy it because he. Cause I was about to say like he did buy it because he he, he had to South make a few connections in order yeah. to actually. Yeah, yeah. Tyrian Purple really expensive. To this day, I think a vial of like eight ounces is like of 40, true Tyrian Purple. Of, of real, I'm sure they can make no. Some fake I mean, like colors. actual Tyrian Purple okay. made from the uh, snails. It's like forty thousand dollars. It's cheaper just to go find your own fucking snails. It's it's really not. It's probably not that cost effective to actually do that. Anyway, well, no, it's yeah. not cost effective. It's just cheaper. You just go swimming every cost day. Cost effective until you find is one. cheaper. No, you go on a vacation and go swimming every day. If you find a snail, you find one. If not, it's a very it. specific sneeze. I know sneeze that snail. I almost said sneeze snail. I'm just saying, if you She's happen to live in a region, sneeze snail. That's true. Um, you can make a lot of money smashing snails with rocks. <laughs> It'd probably take a while, but yeah. Howard Carter. Howard Carter. Oh, he was a good man. Yeah. yeah. Carter never he had a mysterious what? Fucking He invented the cardinals. <laughs> cardigans. Oh, the car. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pull. Did you know, back in the Roman times, a cardigan was a sign of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> And time traveling, apparently. Carter never had any mysterious, inexplicable illnesses, and his house never fell victim to any fiery disaster. He died of lymphoma at the age of 64. His tombstone even says, May your spirit live. May your may you spend millions of years. You who love Thebes, sitting with your face to the north wind, your eyes beholding happiness. Perhaps the pharaohs saw fit to spare him from their curse. So that's everybody who died and did not die, uh, who should have died. We were talking about gravestones mm -hmm. and the ones that say, like, he died doing that what is. he loved or he died doing what he loved. Yeah. We think it just means they were fucking when they died. Probably. <laughs> and they just don't want to, you know, say, be polite on the stone. yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, there's there's a bit. I told you what this little sneak ending was. I don't remember I, though. Really? I don't. Okay. Pay attention to shit okay. you say. So there's a sneaky the little you walk ending. out the door, I don't even remember you exist. <laughs> no object permanence. Yes, yeah. I have none. <laughs> I have post-it notes hidden all over this fucking there, house. There's a little bit of like. You uh, have a child. What? Since when? <laughs> She's what? She can't be that old. 
no way. No way. Uh, there's a little bit of a sneaky ending to this because I was doing research into this and I was just going to write up about the curse. But then I saw a fucking wild ass article that made some insane claims. You ready for this? No. Six mysterious London deaths attributed I to the curse of Tutankhamun were, murderer were murders by a so-called Satanist. Oh, yes, yes, you did bring this up. Yeah. Alistair Crowley. Yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> a historian claims in a new book. Your buddy and pal. Yeah. Throughout the 20s and the 30s, London was gripped by Tutankhamun's uh, by Tutankhamun, the Egyptian boy king whose tomb was uncovered by the British archaeologist Howard you know, Carter. We talk about how ridiculous that is, but in that famous picture of him, he's wearing like the Illuminati, like symbol? an Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he has a. Well, he literally lived in Cairo for. I know, but it's designed like an Egyptian life. type headdress. And, yeah. Like, hmm. He also has a lot of like Egyptian be, theology in this his religion. Could be true. Uh, Fuck you. He More than 20 Egypt. people linked to the opening of the pharaoh's uh, burial chambers in Luxor in 1923 died over the f over the following years. Oh my uh, god. That's the wrong piece of paper. I say, oh my god. That's the wrong piece of paper. <laughs> You've been going for a while yeah. and you still have another. That's the wrong piece of paper. I'm sorry. Uh, Where'd that paper go? <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> oh my god. It's missing. Victims include Carter's personal secretary, Captain Richard Bethel. Who was found dead in his bed. Bethel. Who was suspected for being smothered at a Mayfair club. Another one. No, it's the same one. The same one. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same one. God damn it. This is the point I was trying to make. This is the point I skipped over earlier when I was oh. like, oh, I'll talk about this later. Uh, Bethel's father, Lord Westbury, then plunged seven floors to his... Oh, I don't know why I said it like that. Seven floors to his death from his St. James apartment, where he reportedly kept tomb artifacts given to him by his son. So he killed himself because his son died and he couldn't get over no, it. No, But it was the curse. No. Everyone says Aleister Crowley killed these people. Uh oh. <laughs> Mr. Crowley. Did I, he throw him over the bed? Yeah, yeah. People suspect that he killed... Um, he smothered the boy okay. and then threw this guy out. Has oh. he ever actually been seen in nope. the presence of any uh -uh. of these people? There you nope. Go. <laughs> Problem solved. Aubrey Herbert, half-brother of Carter's financial banker, Lord Carnivon, who also died just, uh, suspiciously in Park Lane Hospital shortly after visiting Luxor. Another victim was Egyptologist Sir Ernest Willis Budge of the I British Museum who was found dead in his <laughs> Bloomsbury home. Let's just look at her weirdly. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah. yeah. My That's daughter just came home. We just stared at her. Yep. <clears throat> we shamed her into running away. Uh. <laughs> You know, I'm going to tell you something. This is stupid. Sure. You know how we said I've been like off today and my voice sounds weird and yeah, everything yeah. else? Yeah. I just realized mm -hmm. on like the second or third guy why you were re-talking about these people. Yeah. Because of Crowley. Yeah. 
I'm not just talking about these guys because like, oh, they died, and I explained the way they died. I'm talking about them Maybe again is because I my temperature. I'm, I'm talking about these people again is because people saying Crowley killed I, these I people. I just realized that in a third person. Oh I am. <laughs> I'm not with it today. Apparently, at the time, a frenzied press blamed the curse. I said frenzied. I meant frenzied. I'm sorry. I wrote that wrong. Uh, and speculated on the supernatural powers of the ancient Egyptian. But author Mark Bayon, Bayon uh, has now dawn on previous unpublished. I'm sorry. I said dawn. Drawn on previously unpublished evidence to conclude that the deaths were all ritualistic killings. Uh, masterminded by Crowley. An occultist called the wickedest man in the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did he finally get a journal and said, I killed this person, this person, this person. There's a book. And I blamed it on the mummy. There, there is a book that this man wrote that he goes into details of why he believes Crowley killed these people. I want to buy the book. <laughs> I want to buy the book. Then you can put it in your car and forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. With every other trash book I have. That's one of the best books. <laughs> You shut your but, poor yeah, mouth about my I was book. just doing research into uh, the curse of Tutankhamun, and then I, I fucking happened to stumble into that article. I was like, what the fuck? I had no idea Aleister Crowley would have anything to do with this story. And then all of a sudden, like that bad uncle who shows up, he was there. I was like, oh! With all of his diseases? With and- all of his STDs and weird ideologies about the lemma. And and his wife may or may not be the basic uh, Mother Mary of his religion. Yeah. Yeah. Aleister Crowley apparently killed a lot of people in the 20s and 30s, but yet no one knew. Who would have thought? Oh my God. And but he, he might have been Jack the Ripper. He. So glad you said that because they actually quoted saying the Jack the Ripper of the time in London. <laughs> they actually quote. I'm back on track. <laughs> The, I should you not, literally, after unique analysts say of Crowley's diaries, uh, a unique analyst of Crowley's diaries, essays and books and inquest reports, the armchair detective argues that he was a killer obsessed with the Jack the Ripper region of terror in 1888. Reign of terror? Yes. I didn't of terror, not yeah. region. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. See, I just, I got my, I'm back on track. I just <laughs> fell right off. <laughs> We gotta flip flop all the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Aleister Crowley is the true curse of the Tutankhamun. He is, except he's not. Which I mean, Thelema is the true curse as well. I mean, we all know Thelema is a trash religion. Actually, it's okay. It's fine. It's actually not that bad of a religion. I guess any religion is fine as long as you're becoming an extremist and kill people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically. <laughs> it's also, my book on religion anyway. Also, his religion is mainly about, like, sex magic and, like, not doing anything that harmed other people. So, like, Satanism. Yeah, well, I mean, he heavily drew... <laughs> That's why he's labeled a Satanist, because his, his views are very Satanistic views. And everyone's like, he's a Satanist, even though Still he never actually want, did anything. Don't hurt other people, that's all. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, kind, kind of, of what the common sense was. way to live life. You have the Book of Law. I didn't even know I had the Book of Law. You Object it. permanence, come on. Yeah. Anyways. It was that's, behind something on the bookshelf. That, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You just totally ripped that off from someone. Someone? I wasn't even making a movie. It was a video. 
It was it was a, a Vine. I believe it was Vine. Yeah, but it was from a movie. That's not where the I'm quoting it. The movie was saying it. There's a lot of people who quote that, yeah. that specific saying. I think it's from a movie. Like, I don't remember what, though. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Or it was like a famous reporter or something. We have Google. It might have been the, one of the presidents or something like now that. Now I have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. P.O.P. Uh, hold it down. That's what I'm quoting. I can't see I'm legally blind. P.O.P. It's my story and I'm sticking to it. You don't know what that video is? I'll it show says you. it's a song. That's that my story right. and I'm sticking to it. Seems like a country folk Where song. did the expression, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it come from? The CIA. Song written by Leroy Parnell and Tony Hazelden, recorded by country music artist. I Paul knew Ray. it was country! I fucking told you! I'm so fucking good. man caught by his girlfriend. Well, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. What year? Doesn't say. Damn. Damn. This is that weird site. You're not supposed to go to those sites, Christopher. Why are you getting Someone's answer to them information? about it was, I would have to look it up, so why don't you? That is... <laughs> you took the time to write that? <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. I hate people. December 1993. First single from his 93, album. 93, okay. That's funky. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. That's my story. I'm done with it. Christopher's done with his. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know he's about to do the reading of the card. The obituaries. The placket. Placard. Planchette. Planchette. That's a good word. If you want to contact if us. If you want my body. Eh, sorry. I want. Email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Twitter is at arcanumobscura. Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. As usual... Tell your friends, rate, review. Oh, yeah, so we have a telegram. <laughs> I was about to say you were going to talk about the telegram. Besides, do you want to, I guess, directly instant message, which you can also do on Instagram. It's at Arcane Obscura. And telegram. emails. That's a direct instant message. Yeah, yeah. That actually, anything that puts a fucking little red dot on my screen, <laughs> I will check because it drives me nuts if there's fucking red dots and notification numbers. No. I liked Android because I could hold the button and clear them without opening it. Fucking I had one on world problems. Facebook Messenger. Yep. Drove me fucking crazy. Yep. Love. I found it. It was from five years you previous. You won't stop talking about this. Shut up. <laughs> it was five years earlier. I had a message I never read. <laughs> and it was still giving me a goddamn <laughs> notification. I had to go through every conversation I ever had till I found one. Wild. It was annoying. Anyways, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll join us again next week when we talk about we don't Lord know fucking knows. Yeah, we have no idea. Uh, next week's Christmas Eve for us. It would be posted that day, too, so I guess it would be Christmas Eve for everybody. Yes. And Christmas Day. Depending yes. on when you listen. But we, we will be recording something more than likely. Uh, we have not a clue what. It might be Christmas related. Might not. There's not much, though. It's Krampus. And we did that other holiday. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. The Yule? No, no. The one with the horse head and you got to rap battle each other on the door. Thing. You're right. We did cover that. Yeah. I for, sometimes Fluid I forget. something? I sometimes I forget right now. 
how long we've been doing this that we've able to like recycle holidays. Like yeah. we've done a we've done a Halloween that, one. It's like I didn't even we've realize we've been going one. over a year on Halloween when I'm like, didn't we already do a Halloween episode? We oh, we oh my god we, we did. did. Well, I'll try to find something Christmassy. If not, I'll just come up with some origin and how to make candy cane. It will be a cooking episode. Uh, candy canes? We can't make candy canes. I mean, we could. It would just take a while because you need like you just gotta boil sugar and water and then yeah, fucking form it. <laughs> yeah, kind of. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah, it's, it's all. It's all all candy is. <laughs> sugar and water. Yeah. Yeah. When you get down to the basics. When you get, you know, when you break it down. You break all, it down. All of it is just like the particles. Sweet, the sweet part. And sugar. like other particles. There's like carbon. I like that statistic I heard where it's like one in like 53 billion chance that when you slam your hand on a table, it'll go right through it. <laughs> it's, it's accurate. Impossible. You will not go through it. No, it's one of those. Uh, it's where you're, you, you're particles would all line up perfectly to where it yes. w- they wouldn't interact with whatever yeah. you're going for but the, so your the, hand would basically the odds are astronomical it. it's impossible happen. it's not impossible it's, it's improbable not impossible. it's improbable yeah okay that's all highly unlikely that's all if you punch it really hard you can make it explode Lead with your dick